0: friends welcome back to real life real talk real coffee with me Hannah your host I am very excited for the unique opportunity that we have today to listen to John Jensen talk about what it's like to be an Enneagram 2. We decided to have just one person for this episode because oftentimes um, Enneagram 2s are maybe a little bit overlooked or they maybe choose to stay in the background as we might learn as we listen to John. Um, But I'm just really excited for y'all to hear the wisdom that he um, shares in our conversation. I hope you enjoy John, it's super awesome to have you with us. Um, Could you introduce yourself a little bit for everybody listening?
1: Yeah, thank you, Anna. Uh, My name's uh, John Jensen. Uh, My wife uh, is Bryn Jensen, and we have two lovely children, Brant and Tessa Ray.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, We uh, have been members here at New Hope for three years. Yeah, it's uh, so crazy
0: that it's been that long already. I know, it's (laughs) flown
1: by. It's flown by. Yeah. Um, you'll also be, uh, hearing from my wife as well in yeah. future, future podcasts. Yeah. Uh, She'll as be well, one of so. our threes. So right. that'll be so, exciting. I know. Right. She's, she's excited to do it. So, <laughs> um, other than that, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm on the security team here at new hope. Yeah. And, um, I help out with pretty much really whatever, or our what mass. That's for,
0: shocking. You know I
1: mean? Weird, right?
0: <laughs> we might learn about that here mm. in a little bit. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, uh, other than that, uh, you know, uh, we've lived in Adel for seven years. Yeah, we love it, and uh, and it really worked out to to find New Hope. It's it's been yeah. great, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't really have much else. I yeah, mean, pretty, uh, pretty simple man.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear from you specifically about being an Enneagram 2, um, and I like that it's just with you because I think sometimes 2s can kind of get overlooked and just kind of go with the flow, but it's good to get some one-on-one conversation with you for that. So, for
1: sure. No, I'm, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Um, so how did you first discover or first encounter the Enneagram? When did that um
1: Well, uh, I think start? for me, it uh, it may have started uh, with my wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: she uh, she was pretty excited about it and got into it, and then uh, our small group yeah. Um, you know, I, we did a, a kind of a study mm-hmm. of everybody in our, our small group.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, it was, uh, I think from there, it's just kind of, kind of evolved. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, I partially did it cause my wife wanted me to.
0: <laughs> did that happen? That happened before we did it for small group.
1: Um, I don't remember if it was at the before or after. Yeah. Um, my wife's always had kind of interest in these sort of things, yeah. um, disc and the various other things that are out there. For sure. Right. Uh, so I think it was just a natural, yeah, natural thing where she kind of, yeah, gravitates towards it and she's, uh, pulled me along with her.
0: For sure. There. So how would you describe or define what an Enneagram 2 looks like or,
1: uh-huh. um, uh boy um from what i'm told i'm i'm am a hard two <laughs> so uh i think i think what it comes down to uh from my perspective uh is um i'm always willing to help yeah. uh there for you know when everybody needs something mm-hmm. certainly there um you know my wife travels a lot so uh, my two comes out pretty hard and just yeah. taking care of the family while she's gone um, making sure she has what she needs to, you know, succeed while she's on the road mm-hmm. uh, and seeing other people succeed, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to take the center stage. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is a bit of a step <laughs> up for me, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, those are the main qualities. Uh, I think, you know, for me, it, it being a, a two, um, and then the tendencies I have, I, it, it, after I've. Been through and, and kind of bred the integrams. Yeah. It, I, I'm a pretty solid match there. Um,
0: I think so. something that's interesting that I hadn't thought of until right now is I mean, everybody sort of has like a desire to help others, but the mm-hmm. difference is you truly desire to see the people you're helping succeed, right? In, in and yeah. being that support, which is different.
1: Yeah. I I mean, that's, that's the, I mean, that's, uh, I would say it makes me happy to see others succeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would rather not receive gratification. Yeah. Um, I would rather strive for somebody else to receive it.
0: Yeah. It's a really good thing to point out. I hadn't thought of that until. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, it's, it's something I've kind of, especially going through this figured out even more than probably I'd even noticed previously is that just, I would rather see the smile on somebody else's face than worry about the smile on mine.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things when I first started learning about the Enneagram that I learned was that a lot of Christians, but specifically Christian women, will often type as a two because we feel like we have to Mm -hmm. um, and how we answer the questions. But there's not that many actual
1: twos
0: that don't just answer because they feel like they have to.
1: Right, I do do feel like going through this kind of process uh, that... You know, I, I do seem kind of one of the few, um, (laughs) and from what I've been told, one of the few males as well. Um, which applies, I don't think I know any other two, Yeah. what I would consider people to be two in a male scenario. No, it's
0: awesome. And it's cool to see how God uses that, how he created you specifically, um, at new hope, but also just to bring glory to his kingdom. So that's awesome. What parts of an Enneagram two do you identify with most? or when you've oh boy. learned about it or worked with it that stand out to you the most?
1: Um, The helper part, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. Being helpful. Um, you know, uh, and I guess I don't know. I For sure the good parts, you know, just being there to help people um, always, you know, again, being in that background, wanting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to push other people forward. You know, probably some of the... the tendencies that for me go the other way I I would say just as as big the other way because I I think that's key here as well is that there's a lot of good things for twos but there's also some things twos can do for me is just wanting and also needing needing my needs met
0: yeah Mm -hmm. but not Mm -hmm.
1: getting those met right because I'm, you know, because you're
0: the helping, because I'm the helper, yeah. right? So
1: yeah. you know, it's. I think that's where my biggest struggle too. So on yeah. both sides, but being extra helpful, but also the bigger struggle is is the the gratification I guess I want from specific people, Maybe right? Not
0: you don't want a spotlight, but you want the people right. that that matter, too. right? Yeah, that matter. Yep. That makes that makes sense. Um. So the interesting thing that I've found in interviewing people is always hearing how. It affects the different relationships in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so how has Enneagram as a tool impacted your marriage? So we'll get to hear from Bryn on the next episode too. So that'll be kind of a cool take to hear right. both of you. But how has that as a tool impacted um, y'all's relationship?
1: Um, You know, I, I think it's, uh, it's been, it, it's, it's worked in, in some good ways. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we're, neither of us are much of talkers Mm -hmm. so that's uh something that uh, can be be troublesome in a marriage obviously
0: do you find that like this kind of gives you the language or the vocabulary to maybe have conversations that you would struggle with otherwise or
1: to a degree yeah Yeah. i think so um we've we've it's obviously i think maybe helped more so maybe my way than her way
0: Mm -hmm.
1: essentially i mean i knew I mean, there was no surprise for me that she was a, a three. So you had her pegged. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I, I think it's helped her more. Yeah. I would say than me start uh, in to, this scenario, to, to start to understand those pieces. Yeah.
0: yeah. What about parenting? You've got two fun, exciting kids and I'm sure that being a two in parenting is interesting. It, <laughs> it
1: is. Um, I would say, <laughs> I would say it's been real interesting. Yeah. Uh, actually. Um, Sometimes I think I've created a little bit of a monster in the fact that (laughs) with the firstborn, I was probably overly helpful. Um, Not that it was a bad thing. Just, you know, the first one to the second one, right? You can um, see those differences. You can see differences between (laughs) their capabilities. And I think part of that comes out in always wanting to help. And with the first one, you have more time to help. Yeah. As opposed to a second one, you're a little bit busier. So I, I think for me, it's it's probably created a few things that were a little bit, bit rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we, we've gotten through, it. it's also a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, your children need you to be there for them. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, again, uh, with my wife having a little busier schedule and, and traveling, yeah. um, and, and being gone, it's, it's allowed me to, you know, be in a good spot to help them.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's well. almost kind of like your need to help gets met because, Bren travels, so then, yeah,
1: yeah, um, and I think too that's that's where I go. It, it does help that need, but I think that's also where I go when maybe my stress about mm-hmm. things go like
0: a coping mechanism. Like a coping mechanism yeah. is
1: is I, I think Bren's figured it out now. Uh, basically, is that if I all of a sudden become quiet and I'm moving around, and just yeah. doing a lot of things, right? um that there's probably something that that needs to be talked about. Gotcha. Right. It, it's kind of my my way to cope. Right. Uh, right. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. And I think that's another thing with it too is we have a need to feel like we security wise need to be like wanted. Right? Yeah. Needed. Right.
0: So then, how does that work? This is something that Jake and I I feel like are still learning in marriage, but. Like if one person is sitting and doing something, or sitting and not doing something, and the other person is doing something, is that hard? Like if Bryn's, I don't know, cooking or
1: right. Um, you know, there's not often. I mean, for me personally, I'm I'm always feel like I need to be doing stuff. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and that's and that's I think that comes from from some things in the past that just you know uh, I always like feel like I, I need to prove myself. Okay in a way and so yeah it is it is interesting because then when i'm up and moving which is most of the time then she kind of like feels like if she's sitting around then she's not not doing anything which is which is not my intention
0: right right right. that's the thing that we've been learning in marriage is like you don't necessarily mean to make the other person feel that way right you might just be in a spot of motivation it's (laughs) it's
1: just that where it's like i i just always feel like there's there's always something i should be doing from a home perspective, yeah. right? And, and and two, when you're asked to do things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm there. I'm doing it, what the expectation is. And so it's, it's, uh, it's more of a drive to make sure that I'm meeting everybody's expectations, yeah. but more so so they can succeed. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't want to disappoint. I don't
0: want to... Yeah. So how has kind of learning more about yourself, um, and the tendencies you have, how has that impacted, um, your walk with God and your relationship with him?
1: You know, it's something I think is still very much in a work in progress, uh, for me. Um, you know, it was, it was a scenario where I was away from the church for, for quite a while. Uh Um, and so I, you know, I comparing it and the use of the Enneagram is is interesting. I mean, I, I certainly see, How I get used, you know, how he can use me, right? I fully understand that, yeah, um, for for the greater good. I think I'm still learning and finding my way as far as how I fit into that, yeah, right. I mean, I, I, in my view, right, um, just just from the fact that, you know, being a two, I always want to just help others, right? It's Mm -hmm. not about my journey a little bit in my eyes. I, I'm struggling to make sure that, Hey, I have this journey along with it right? rather than I, I want to help other people's. Yeah. Right?
0: Cause I mean, there's an unending number of ways you could help at church. Right. But, and
1: you can continue from a physical standpoint. Uh, you know, I think there, there's always things you can help right. and you can do. It's, it's also, I think from that standpoint, I've, I've got that covered. I think where I struggle and, and this has certainly come up in our small group is, is finding a way to help people actually in their path mm-hmm. to finding Christ. That's something I, I think that I still am yeah. very much, you know, work in progress to help people in that manner from a mm-hmm. spiritual, um, side of things. Yeah. And it's, it's still very much a work in progress just for myself. Right. It's,
0: is it hard for you to find time or find ways for, um, like for you to grow in your own faith and not just focus on helping other people?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those things where I just don't. Um, time is a hard thing. Yeah, when you're a two.
0: Yeah, because it's a commodity. It, it is. It runs it, it out. Is, <laughs> it is a commodity,
1: and it, it runs out. Yeah. and and I kind of, you know, and I think that's where a two struggles uh, to a degree is 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 that eventually you run out of, out of that gas mm-hmm. and, and something's got to go. Yeah. And sometimes it's not always the right thing. Yeah. Right. Um, the time spent in the word, the time spent there sometimes probably loses its, as to some degree is as important as what it should have. Yeah.
0: It's easier to let the things go that are for you because you're helping others. Right. With the thing for so them. the yeah. physical
1: things and the requirements yeah. that need to be met yeah. in other places for, you know, the things in the church, things in the family, yeah. you know, work things. I mean, it's uh, you know it, for me it comes up that and and uh, Landon Drake actually said yeah. this um, from our small group is there's he kind of viewed there's there's three things there's you know from not so much from a, a, a church perspective but from a life perspective there's friends family and work and he's like I'm I can only be good at two out of those three things right mm. and so I took that and I was like that applies in the real world but it also can apply in my mind to to being in the word and, yeah. and Christ because there's only so much mm-hmm. time and, and there's only, you know, not everybody can be good at everything. And I'm, yeah. I'm certainly not that. Yeah. Know. So some things have to give,
0: but recognizing ahead of time too. I think that's one thing I've, way I've seen the, you grow since we've gotten to know you is making the sacrifices in some areas so that you have time for, whatever mm-hmm. a need is that you see, for sure. um, instead of like on the flip side being like, man, I wish I hadn't of, or I wish we hadn't have spent as much time doing this. We lost that time right. thinking about it ahead of time, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and planning that. Yeah. For
1: sure. Um, it, it's yeah. definitely been a work of progress. I mean, I've come quite a ways, Yeah. but there's, there's still a long way to go.
0: It's been um, fun to see too. Um, for sure. thank you. Do you find it hard to find space in the church to serve? Like security team is a space that you serve in Mm -hmm. um, and you enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. No, for sure. Was it hard to find that? Like we've been talking about shape in our life group a lot. So finding a spot where where your heart is and where you feel like God's Mm -hmm. leading you to do something that you feel like God is asking you to do, not just something that you could do just for the sake of doing it. I don't know. Does that make yeah, sense?
1: Yeah, I, I think yeah, it makes okay. sense. I, I think I know where where you're kind of yeah kind of headed there. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, security team was something that that just uh, appealed to me from a to it. I was like, that's something that I could ease. You could ease your way into. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Being fairly new, I was like, you know what at the time, what could I, you know, do to kind of ease my way into something? Yeah. And I was like, you know, doing security team made sense to me. I mean, it was, it made sense from a lot of perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kids were at an age where I was going to be at events anyway that yeah. they were at. So it just made sense that I could do security and, and bring them, you know, yeah. like, for example, on Amplify. For sure. Um, but I do think, I do think doing security, if you just solely do that, Right. security team. I mean, it, it it can be limiting. Right. Mm -hmm. I I think there's deeper things that you need to figure out. And I'm still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I, to be more involved, Yeah, like security team's good. It is a necessary thing, unfortunately, but, um, it is a necessary thing at at this time, but I think, you know, finding a way to get further involved is still something I I need to do in, in a deeper perspective. And I, and that is, um, you know, I think I'm starting to find that. Um
0: What I'm does a, deeper look like? What is that?
1: Um, well, I'm, so I think the second and fourth of Wednesday every month, yeah. uh, we're going to do kind of smaller Bible studies, yeah. um, with the uh, kind of the younger kids. Yeah. Um, small groups. so small groups per se, I think I'm going to help lead one of those. Yeah. That's um, awesome. So I'm for sure going to do that. Um, you know, and I it, still I don't know that I have other things outside of that yet. No, but I'm yeah, always, that's a big thing. I'm always looking. You know, um, the possibilities yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. So
0: that's super cool. How have you seen um, others? Maybe it could be in your family, but also just friends. How have you seen the enneagram help others find and follow Jesus?
1: You know, um, I think it opens the door because it. It it makes people if if you get into it and you accept it mm-hmm. right, um, I think it makes you think more introspectively about yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there That's are things. Like I mean, yeah, I was kind of knew I was a two. I mean, that you know, I, when it was read to me, it was no surprise, right? Right. But um, it makes you think about certain things, mm-hmm. right? Certain things get presented in a certain way, right? Um, and then that makes you think like. Well, uh, it, so I think that's where it comes in. Um, as far as, you know, seeing people as just, a, you know, the, it opens doors, it opens people's shelves, it opens to talking, right? Yeah. Certainly gives you a way in, yeah. right? And that can be, it doesn't necessarily always, the, the way in may not be directly um, faith related. Mm-hmm. The way in would be comparing a normal way to your normal life and you work into how, yeah. you know, faith uh, works its way in there and, and being in the Lord and being in the word yeah so I think it opens up a door
0: I think it's been interesting to see that's a really good point to make like it it almost gives you the excuse to bring up somebody's blind spots or Mm -hmm. someone's weaknesses right in a secular way maybe at work or with family or friends Mm -hmm. but then to tap into okay so what does God have to say about that and how um how is he equipping you to yeah it it allows
1: you to bring it in yeah yeah um, and and not seem divisive about it per se
0: or super judgmental like you're really bad at this right (laughs) you know (laughs)
1: you know um and and so it does allow you to present certain things in a certain way for sure um which which is helpful because each person again as as we're walking through the different enneagrams um each person is different yeah and Mm -hmm. each person has to be approached in a different way um how i would be approached versus how my wife would be approached are two different ways for sure just for a prime example,
0: yeah,
1: um, with her with her leaning towards towards a three, I mean, it, it, she's she's got to be very much um, challenged. I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you challenge her, then that's going to open up the door, yeah, for things. And, and then she wants to kind of bring it in and learn. And I think you know that's that's where she is. Whereas I just need to be involved and I want to mm-hmm. help others. And then I think through that, yeah. um, that helps me.
0: That makes me think too, it helps me see the value of the body of Christ and that we need all the different pieces of the body. Mm-hmm. We can't all do the same thing or be the same way or need, you know, serve the same ways or right. you need all the different.
1: And I, I think, the, you know, each person, the way they serve is going to look a little bit different, yeah. um, but it's still serving. So it's yeah. a good thing. And, and as yeah. long as it's serving, you know, for the Lord and, and they're, they're doing it in a manner that is beneficial for them and, yeah. and, and, and their long-term growth, it's good.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, at New Hope, our values are love, grow, go. So loving others, growing in your faith or going and serving. Um, which one of those do you feel like God has you out in the season? It could be one of them, a combination of them, or, um, I guess technically all of them. No it, one's ever said that. Yeah, no one's ever said <laughs>
1: um, surprising. I yeah. never thought somebody would have said that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I would say for sure the go right now. I mean, yeah. cause I'm in, I'm, you know, as of today of the taping of this podcast, we were yeah. doing love Adele day and sure. then, uh, one, one of the, um, awesome, you know, uh, part of our, our membership or our group is, uh, we're being moved and yeah. they needed help. So, yeah. um, and, uh, so for sure, I think the grow piece without question, yeah. um, is definitely the season of life I'm in, um, as far as the, the going, um, you know, I, I I would say love as well. Mm -hmm. I think the grow part for me isn't, isn't there yet. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm working on growing. um, I think you're growing more than you might realize that you are. And There are people (laughs) that would argue that
1: for sure. But um, I, I guess this comes down to what somebody else sees versus what I see. Right. Right. As a, as again,
0: as a two,
1: two. (laughs) like I'm more concerned about other people than I am myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: it's, you know, um, so I, I would say for sure in the grow, um, just, or I'm sorry, the go, go, pardon yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I, there, I think the love part too, just, um, I'm a very, I'm concerned about everybody. I want to make sure it's yeah. okay. So, I mean, just the love of where I'm at, the, the church,
0: yeah you know,
1: um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's good right now
0: it's kind of cool to see how you might be focusing on go or you might be focusing on loving others, but in that God's growing you Right. like all three of them are being met. So, which
1: is good for somebody else to that. Cause like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm oblivious uh, yeah. to that. That also might be a male trait in general. But, um, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. No, that was awesome. I just so appreciate you sharing a little bit of your heart and just how God's been at work. It's been awesome.
1: No, that's great. I'm, I'm happy to. It was uh, it was a good time.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Friends, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation. Um, One of the things that I think stands out in this episode more than the other ones is that the obvious things John described as an Enneagram 2 were there, but we also got to see um, just the way that he loves and serves others and how that just flows out of him without necessarily having to be said. Um, I hope that you're enjoying this series and that you're getting to know more people at New Hope and maybe getting to know yourself better too. We'll see you next time.